I think it's really important that, yeah, when you have a brand, when you have a direction that you're going into, to revisit it and bring it back to God. And it's always in God, but it's like bring it back and see what it is that maybe needs to improve, maybe a new direction, a new understanding that you need to do with it. Um, because everything that we do is in line with shedding the kingdom, sharing the kingdom. Between the Grooves is hosted by James Curtis, music director and morning man in the greater Toronto area on Joy Radio, and Drew Brown, Juno-nominated singer-songwriter and worship leader. Both hope to share insights into Christian music, exploring ministry, message, and everything in between. You can connect with the show at faithstrongtoday.com slash betweenthegrooves or via Twitter at Between Grooves. Now, here's James and Drew. Wow, Drew, what a nice tan. Thank you for noticing. I've been working on it all weekend. <laughs> I'm just red. It doesn't matter what I do. I just I just end up red. Yeah, it's okay. It's, yeah. okay. it's a gift, man. It's just who you are. <laughs> it's a it's gift. Right. I don't know if you call it a gift, but uh, not for me. Maybe for you because right, you get a good right. laugh yes. out of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hey, welcome to Between the Grooves. It's your weekly look at music, ministry, and everything in between with today's top Christian artists, episode 202. Oh, I can't believe it. Yeah, this week's episode features a great conversation with Shauna Kane. She's a relatively new artist, but she has already just come off a Juno win, and we're going to find out about that in just a bit. But before we do that, uh, Drew, welcome to summer. Yes, it's. I'm, I love summer. I'm so excited. How about you? Summer is officially here. I, I'm excited because it's my favorite season. But it there also it, it also reminds me uh, what summer is all about for for artists and musicians. What Christmas? What? Oh my gosh! <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, you laugh, but yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good point. It's now's the time to start start thinking about those releases not wow. just not just thinking about it i mean writing the tunes and starting yeah. to get into the recording studio because the music gets uh, starts getting sent to radio as i mean i heard i had my first christmas track at the end of august last year Jeez. which was a little early yeah but yeah. you know i'd rather early than late uh, most of the stuff starts coming through by the end of september uh the really busy time as far as music coming to radio uh, for Christmas is uh, October and into right. early November. And after that, you know, once you get to mid-November, it's kind of too late. I fully agree. And the reason why it's it's kind of too late is because radio is trying to get ahead of the game. Uh, for me in particular, like I, I'll take a week off at the end of, you know, right after Christmas, take a week off into the new year. And, and so do a lot of radio stations. That's when they, you know, get their staff to use up some of their vacation time and whatnot. And so because of that, and I'm also the music director. I have to get music scheduled in advance. So if you send something to me, say at the end of November, I'm halfway through December already. And halfway right. through December, say December 15th, there's 10 days before Christmas. If exactly. you send something to me at the end of November, chances are I'm not going to add it because why would I add it for it to get played a couple of times, right? That's right. That's so right. get it in early if you really want to get the airplay because most Christian radio stations or most radio stations in general will start at the latest, will start their Christmas music December 1st. Some start earlier. <laughs> Which I think is kind of strange. A lot of, you know, uh, no, I shouldn't say a lot of, but many radio stations uh, will start Christmas music right after American Thanksgiving. 
There we go. Right, which is there right near, go. you know, third week in, in November or whatever. Yep. At my station, we start December 1st. Um, and then we start, you know, we'll start, start playing a little bit of December 1st and then start, you know, increasing the amount of Christmas music as, as you get closer to Christmas. So That's cool. I'm going hard this July, you know, the whole Christmas in July thing. I'm going hard. So I'm doing like full on Christmas lights around the studio. I'm going to start playing Christmas music all the time just to kind of get my head into that space. Right. And yeah, I have a bunch of ideas that are saved from <laughs> from last year that I didn't yeah. use and just trying to track them and finish them. And who knows? A single or at least an EP, right. hopefully. Yeah. You're, you're going to be ahead of me because, you know, me play, scheduling music and playing Christmas music, I'm doing that in September, October, November. Right. And right. then by, you know, the first week in December, it stopped. Christmas is over. That's right. Yeah, you're done. It's like, <laughs> move I've, on. I've moved That's on. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, this is, uh, you know, for all the artists and musicians that are, are listening to this podcast, this is your reminder. Summer is here, and when summer is here, it means it's Christmas time. And it's the same thing with churches when they start planning for, you know, a That's Christmas right. cantata or play or musical or whatever else. The planning really starts in the middle of the summer. You're, you're right. you know, writing scripts and whatever, because I've done that. And I remember, yep. you know, years back, I was writing a, a Christmas script, and it's like stinking hot in the summertime. Like, you know, you're drenched in sweat. I had an apartment that didn't have uh, air conditioning, and, oh, it, and it was right by the highway. It was noisy and stuff. And so you either had the window open to get some air with all the noise from the highway, yep. or you had the window closed, and you just, you know, bear through the stifling heat. And I'm writing this script, just dripping in sweat, writing this Christmas script. <laughs> So Amazing. it's the same sort of thing. Churches are in the same boat too when they start thinking about Christmas. Fantastic. So, so there true. you go. Yep. Well, completely unrelated to Christmas. <laughs> it's time to get into our conversation with Shauna Kane. She's a Canadian artist. Uh, she has done phenomenally um, over the last little while. She's only been doing this a few years. And yeah. which which is surprising given the fact that she's just won a Juno Award. I mentioned this uh, near the end of our conversation, how many artists will be in this business for years and years and years before they're even nominated for an award like that. And then she comes off and just, uh, I think it's a, I think it's a, I, I think it's amazing what she's yeah. done. Um, yeah. She's got great music. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Juno win. We'll talk about the great team that she has behind her as well. All in this conversation with Shauna Kane on Between the Grooves. Listen, Shauna, uh, can I can I say face to face or or I guess internet to internet, voice to voice, voice to voice? <laughs> yes, yes. Congratulations yes. on winning a Juno for best contemporary Christian gospel album of the year. Wow! Thank you so much. Every time I hear it, I'm still shocked. It's still like the first time. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Would you say that that was an upset, Drew? In your opinion, was that an upset? Uh, for everybody else, yes. For <laughs> I mean, uh, I was I was so I jumped up literally out of my seat when I heard. Wow! I was so excited. It was great to hear that you grabbed that. I mean, ev- everybody's amazing, mm-hmm. but uh, I just I I was so happy to hear the news. So wow. I think yeah, it was it was an upset for everybody else. I think <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think um. I feel that there's a lot of people who were who weren't banking on you to win, mm-hmm. and I I feel sorry for those suckers because oh no, you, 
you, you did it. It was so good. We celebrated. I think, I think part of it, crazy. though, is because, Shauna, you're a relatively new artist compared mm-hmm. to con- compared to yes. many of your competitors for yes. for this for this exactly. award, right? And, yeah, and that's, so that's right. huge. Yeah, so that's mm-hmm. huge. I will say this, and, and can I let the cat out of the bag, Drew, as far as the Junos is concerned? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, this year, Drew was one of the judges. What? Yeah. I've, I've been crazy. a judge. I've been a judge numerous wow. times, and this is the first time in a while that I haven't been. But yeah. and there's only there's only ten judges per category wow. for for the ones that are uh, that's right. You know, deemed um, non like it's it's one of these categories that's not voted by everybody. It's just in this right. particular case, it's ten judges, and you were wow. one of those ten judges. So wow, thank you so much. Like just yeah, it's just amazing to know that, and like wow, it's such a yeah, I'm just amazed. That's crazy. Wow. Now, did you did you watch the gra- did you, Grammys? Did you watch the Grammys? <laughs> did, did you did you watch the Junos? Yes, I was watching it. Did you were you logged in live when they announced it? Because uh, for this particular category, it was it was actually uh, announced a few days earlier. So the Junos are on a Sunday, and then a lot of the mm-hmm. other categories they announce early, like the day before, or two days before, right? right. Yeah. So yes. right. were you logged right. in on the Friday to listen to see what the results were? Yep, I was logged in live. Okay, and did you? I didn't. I didn't get a chance to watch. Did you give an, an acceptance speech at all? Did they have that in this particular? Yes, they did. Yes, I was able to. Oh, okay, that's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. it was. This was such an amazing experience. I was like, wow. You know, I can't wait for the Junos to be live again, where you can actually physically mm-hmm. be there. That would be. Yeah. You know, it would have been crazy as yeah. a new artist. <laughs> I saw a picture yeah. of um, who was one of the other. Um, nominees in the category um what's his uh, name Anthony alan froze so oh, okay, yeah. yeah alan alan had posted some pictures on instagram of him all dressed up in a tie and stuff and i'm thinking you know it's with this online thing how many people over the last year and a half <laughs> have dressed in a really nice tie or a jacket or a nice shirt and stuff and they're just like wearing pajama pants below exactly the boxers underneath that's it so you did you be comfortable? Oh, that's right. So did that's you dress? Right. Did right. you dress up, Shauna? I did. I had on a dress, so it was just one, one piece straight to business. So right. pretty easy. <laughs> right. There you go. And I guess the nice thing is because it was all online, you didn't have to wear a mask or anything. It's great. Yes, exactly. So people could actually see you, um, yeah. get to know your face more. So it was a crazy experience. It was really. It was amazing. That was a very long congratulations. But again, <laughs> congratulations on your Juno win. Thank you, James. So James. Let's, let's hear a little bit about Shauna. I mean, we're playing your music on the radio station. You're getting airplay you know, across North America, for that matter. Uh, but you're a relatively new artist. You've only yes. been doing this, what, three years? Um, since 2018, yeah, so about three years. So how did it all start? Like, for you, how did it all start? Yeah, for me, it, it was such a crazy start um, in the sense of I had an experience with God that really um, took me out of the pattern that I was in. Um, for me, in this time, like 20, late 2017, December 3rd, actually, um, I rededicated my life to God. And before that, I was dealing with addiction, smoking weed and drinking heavily. And I wasn't balanced I was just partying and and not really there not healthy not in a healthy way and um in December I had an encounter with God after like not wanting to go to church for a long time I stopped going to church and 
I had an encounter where um, God spoke to me and was like, I want to show you who you really are. And he just said, like, I know I know you deeply. And that just made me break down and be like, wow, God actually knows me. And it literally just allowed me to let go of everything in a process, but to allow him to teach me who I was rather than me continue in my ways that I thought. And a few months later, um, I was going to a ministry and they asked me, hey, can you sing a solo? Because they were like, you can sing. I'm like, no, I can't. Because <laughs> I didn't want to sing. <laughs> I'm like, nah, that's not me. Um, but they they asked me and I was like, okay, like I'm going to do it. And while I was preparing for the solo performance, I just heard like God saying like, go on YouTube and listen to some beats. And I just looked mm. up some beats and then I started writing to them. And I was like, whoa, this is cool. <laughs> I never did this before. And um, I sent a video of me singing a song that I wrote to my dad who used to manage my uncle Infinite, who's a rapper in Toronto. And he said, okay, we're going to go to the studio. And I was like, okay, let's go to the studio. And that song turned into three songs, turned into four songs, turned into a whole bunch of songs. And then from that, we're like, let's just make an EP. And that's literally how it happened. So you had no previous musical experience. Like you weren't, before you rededicated your life to Christ, you weren't doing anything as far as music is concerned. No, not. I always had a deep connection with music as a listener, but right. never as someone who actually created music in that process. Wow. Yeah. And what was, was like, crazy. like when you think about your influences, I'm, I'm sure they're wide and deep, but like who were some of the influences as you were sort of, moving into this new territory? As I was moving in, it was a lot of, definitely me remembering listening to Kirk Franklin growing up. Yes. Yeah, yes. like, <laughs> and just remembering like the, the feel of it and everything that was going on. And I listened to a lot of artists like Jenny Aiko and mm -hmm. um, artists that were still mainstream, but they had the R&B feel and they really shared their story. Um, they really didn't shy away from the hard times and the things that they struggled with. Um, during that time, it was more of me just really trying to understand this new walk. And I'm like, how do I navigate this? And kind of going to the word and going to resources, people at the ministry I was going to, to really figure out this walk and just expressing it onto the words and really just putting everything into the music. There are many artists, and I'll just speak for, for you know Canadian artists, there are many mm -hmm. Canadian artists who spend years and years and years in this wow. business mm -hmm. uh, and have never won a Juno. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yes. like me. Uh. Uh, but you are an award-winning <laughs> artist, Drew. Like, you, you've won many Covenant Awards. But numerous, not a Juno. But, but not a Juno, right? Uh, I want a Juno for myself. Is this your first yeah. award, Sean? Wow. <laughs> this is my first um, official award. Yeah, I have. I got another award. Um, yeah, I got another award um, that was about my song "I Am a Spirit," and it was called the best teaching song um, of this organization that's in the states. Um, wow. So that was the other award that I got. Yeah, and that was like I was like really thankful for that because that's what that song was it's like a teaching song like i i work with kids also too not right now but um that's my field and it's like i really desire to make music that someone can also learn from so it's like you come you leave the music with with learning something as well as the encouragement being deposited so that was amazing that they said best teaching song and if i can ask who who 
had the idea to submit this stuff to Keras, which is the organization that oversees right. the Junos. Because, I mean, you've been doing this for three years. Uh, mm. Like, who would even think, just being a newbie to the business, yeah. to, to throw this out that way to just, tr- yeah. you know, just to get in the running let alone win right mm-hmm. yeah. wow that's crazy it was um my dad kane and my uncle infinite mm-hmm. um they worked together in the music industry for many years and, and it was their idea to to send it in for the junos i was like okay yeah <laughs> And you know, you don't know where it's going to land. You don't even know if you're yeah. going to get to be a nominee at that point. Right. I right. guess that would have been the first shock for you, being nominated. Yeah, that was that was yeah. And then the the off chance that you actually win, because you know, if you if you're up against five or six other people, that's yes. you know the percentage dim- diminishes. But that's I mean that's phenomenal. That's that really is for for the amount of biz- time you've been in this business, and mm-hmm. you know on the music scene, and you're getting you know you've got. Uh, lots of streams on Spotify. You're getting uh, airplay on other radio stations. Are you mm-hmm. uh, getting airplay on, if I can say it, non-Christian or secular type radio stations as well? Yes, and that is what is so amazing because they played "I Am a Spirit" before it even released on Spotify, <laughs> mm. and they were playing it like really allowing playing it on daytime airtime mm-hmm. um you know and that was like amazing because like the song is talking about holy spirit and being a spirit being living in a body and it was just crazy but definitely they were playing it they were um supporting it and a bunch of other stations as well like some stations in the states who really connected with it and people when they hear something i believe that they connect with it whether or not they may want to or not they may be like oh this is gospel music like i don't want to hear this because that is some people's approach but when they hear something that they connect with they're like yeah there is something more to this life like i am a spirit being I, i know that there's something deeper than just living on this earth paying bills and then you know passing away there there's more to this so i think people really connected with i am a spirit because it was different and other songs as well I think it's really true of of music as a whole, specifically the Christian gospel. But I think there's something really interesting about how music can connect from spirit to spirit in that mm. way. Um, yeah, and it's so powerful. And I've seen that happen, like at like you know just regular you know concerts or festivals downtown Toronto. Like something happens when a certain song, a certain vibe happens, and people mm-hmm. just lean in more, and they they find yeah. that their story is being connected to the singer's story, but also to the story of everybody else who's singing in the room. And we find this really cool connection to something so beautiful about those moments. Um, even wow. more so when it's around, based around a story of, of hope and love. Um, I think it's so great. I think it's so great. I got to say, though, I, I think partly why Shauna has uh, had success on the mainstream side of things, too, is because um, it sounds like your dad knows this business well enough mm-hmm. To, I mean, your song is considered CanCon, and in the radio business, um, radio stations are typically looking for good CanCon, and mm. and the fact that you qual- your your music qualifies as CanCon in Canada makes it that much easier for it to be played on radio and not just Christian radio. And on top of that, you've now won a Juno, which you know gets you this huge exposure. Like anybody who's not playing your music will be playing your music very, very soon. Like, they'll immediately right. add it because they, they don't want to look foolish and, oh, well, we didn't know who she was. <laughs> you know, right. yes. they're going to just add it like it was there all along, right? Yeah. So that's, that's right. That's a blessing. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. 
So uh, you're obviously familiar with the Covenant Awards. I mentioned earlier that uh, Drew is a multi-Covenant Award winner. The Covenant Awards is like what the Dove Awards are in the U.S., except it's the Canadian version, so it's all Canadian artists. Um, Mm. I'm I'm assuming that the next time the Covenant Award comes around, you'll probably be in the running for a few categories there as well? That would be amazing. I definitely... um, I'm going to have my team like all look into it more and and it's something that would be amazing to be a part of so that little, would be a little great. competition for Drew there <laughs> cuz Drew cleans up every time he really yeah. does yeah. Yeah, I'm, 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 not an, I'm not answering. I'm not answering. I'm just going to sit back and cheer people on this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's amazing, though. It's a way to get people exposed to different artists as well. So it is. It, it's good. It is. Yeah. And it's a great little community. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I sound like I'm whining, but it's actually a really great community um, filled with awesome artists and producers and, and radio folks. And wow. and so even just getting um, something submitted just opens you up to yes. a really, really great community. So that's great. Yeah, it's awesome. I can't that wait to too. see how that goes down. All right. Yeah. Yes. That's similar, like um, just submitting for the Junos as well, because even if you don't get um, picked for a nominee someone mm-hmm. still listened to it the, the board still right. listened to it yeah. so that in itself is exposure like as you were saying for the for the covenant awards too so yeah, yeah. i agree that's good that's good just as a little background drew you know this but that just to share with our listeners um to get shauna on this show has taken months <laughs> Hasn't it? Like when did yeah, when did yeah. when did That's we right. first That's connect, right. Shauna? Yeah. Like how many, how many months back was that? Probably was that like, 20, 2020 sometime? Like late in the I year think, or something? Yeah, like December. Like I'm pretty sure it was before. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was um, December or November. And and you've just I was been, thinking about that today. You've just been really busy, and and we rescheduled a couple of times too. Yeah, you've been yeah. really busy. So what is life like in the life of Shauna Kane? <laughs> Wow, that's a, it's been a lot, but also it's so good because it's been ordained. Because look at the timing now. Yeah. After the yeah. judo, so yeah. I was just that's like, right. "That's crazy." Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, but life for me is pretty. It's been pretty busy, but in a good way. Um, I've been able to really just work with my family on the project, the music project. Like my family, my sister does graphic. Um, my family does finance my dad's my manager my uncle is artist rep and I have so many people in my life who are really helpful towards everything but um typically my days are pretty full doing music and and working in my field as well and just being able to have an understanding of how everything works together and right now I've been taking breaks and and trying to reform my my schedule and everything so that I could be as useful as possible (laughs) but still taking breaks and I've been literally learning now like you have to take breaks so that's one big thing that I would say to other artists as well like you have to rest you have to take breaks because you can keep you can feel like you can keep going but your mind your body your spirit soul everything needs that break you need that time um God is first spending time with Jesus is first and that's something too that it's like it is so important in this in this system because we can very easily get caught up in doing stuff. It's do you true. do you find that career wise the pandemic has helped you? And I'll qualify that because I think what a lot of people have done or were doing during the pandemic is taking that break specifically in the music industry and partly because they had no choice they couldn't do live concerts they couldn't do a lot of stuff that they previously done but i think some artists 
uh, took that break and just did nothing. Like, didn't write music, didn't record anything, didn't do anything online because you saw a lot of artists or some artists doing some, you know, online concerts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and but I think some just kind of took a break, maybe walked away temporarily from it, thinking that you know nothing can come of this anyways. But what I see in this particular case is you just kind of shot to the front of the line now because <laughs> because everybody else is there, you know, taking a break. And, and mm. now you've, you know, furthered your career that much faster than maybe it would have taken if the pandemic didn't happen. That's powerful. That's definitely powerful. Um, during the pandemic from day one, my job was like, OK, everything's closed. I'm like, OK, I'm going home. And the, the next day we started working on the project. So if. The, there was so much going on with the pandemic and so much hurtful things that happened for people's families. But in that time, it was just a time where I'm like, okay, let me just focus on what it is that I'm supposed to be focused on in this time and not worry too much. And if that time didn't happen where we were literally locked in the house, the project wouldn't have finished the time that it finished. It wouldn't have released the time that it released. And it was definitely a huge impact on getting this project done for the year. Um, Just being able to work with my sister, she's doing the artwork, doing all the graphics side by side and for my family and I to be working on our plans and everything. So I definitely agree um, with that time being a, a huge factor in the project being released and being able to have that exposure because everyone was literally on their phones all day. Some people weren't, Yeah. but yeah. people's eyes were on their phone. So if you posted one thing, you may have gotten more um, traction than you would have before because people were working, people are busy. And this pandemic really allowed, it kind of leveled the playing field in a way, as you were saying, because people just want to see content. Now it's not like, are you are you this famous? Are you have this many followers? It's just let me see your content is your content good yes or no do they like it do they relate to it and and it came down to that so the playing field i believe was definitely leveled in so many ways i had a similar conversation with a friend of mine talking about exactly that how it's Mm. actually just more about doing the thing rather than Mm. trying to like to to put out all the stuff because you're right people are just like they're just there on their phones and so really as long as you're sort of putting something out it's being seen Yep. The, the the fight to kind of get noticed isn't there as much because mm. everybody's yeah. just there like you know eating yes. up <laughs> all the content yeah so that's, that's that's very true and that's something that i've seen a lot of artists lean into and i think it's mm. really smart i think it's very very wise because it's it's kind of low-hanging fruit it's like it's easy yeah, it's simple. you can just do it right you're just letting people know what's happening in your life very very simply so yeah yeah good move i will say this drew though it it it's not as easy as it looks Mm-hmm. And and what I mean by that is it it does take a lot of work. Anybody in the music business knows how much work it is to put out right. you know quality content. And yeah. I like the how Shauna how you've given the shout outs to your family because there's a lot of work that happens behind the scenes. Like we've you know we now know of this Juno winner Shauna Kane, <laughs> but there's a lot of people that you know helped you get there, and yeah. they're not the ones that have their names written. Uh, on the Juno Awards, right? So true. Uh, yeah. But you know, your sister, your dad, your uncle, and everything else. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess Drew, for for as an independent artist, you know how much work is involved in all of this as well. Totally, completely, completely. And what I meant by that was like in terms of social media. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have to produce a lot of stuff. It can be I'm taking my dog on a walk. 
Right. Yeah. And, that, and that's yes. enough. That's what I meant that, by yeah. it's really mm-hmm. easy, low hanging fruit right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's so true. They just, people just want to get to know you. And exactly. I was like, they do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> So we're, we're coming out of this pandemic now. Um, hopefully there's no more variants that, you know, cause uh, concerns or, or delays or whatnot, especially uh, in Canada, because uh, I, I know Toronto and the surrounding area. I think I heard some stat that said we were the most locked down city in the world. Yeah. That's right. Wow. Really? In the yeah. world. Great. In the that's world. Crazy. Yeah. That's not yeah. the yeah, kind of honor good. that we want. But, <laughs> but having said that, what what are the plans that you have now? We're you know going to be in the summertime, into mm-hmm. the fall and stuff. As, and now you're a Juno winner. What does the future look like for you? For me right now, I'm really taking the time to develop more and I think it's really important that yeah when you have a brand when you have a direction that you're going into to revisit it and bring it back to God and it's always in God but it's like bring it back and see what it is that maybe needs to improve maybe a new direction a new understanding that you need to do with it Um, because everything that we do is in line with shedding the kingdom sharing the kingdom and the message of the gospel and for me right now, it's taking that t- time, taking that break, and to develop whatever it needs to mm-hmm. to be refined. I really love um, helping other artists, writing music for people. Um, I have a song that's coming out June 18, and it's called Confessions, Far as Confession, and I actually collaborated with an uh, with a author who um, wrote a book about being a single mother and the struggles and the things that she's been through, and I was able to write her story into a song and that was something that really sparked um, such an amazing time for my life to understand that I love helping people love putting their stories into music so that's something that I'm discovering about myself and I want to work more in that area and I have some reggae music that's coming out as well so nice. <laughs> have some things working out and taking break and allowing these things to to be produced so I don't think it's going to be much of a break. I know you're intentionally. <laughs> I know you're intentionally trying to take oh, a break and a, and a little bit of a breather. But I, I think what you'll find is the phone is going to be ringing a bit more, yeah, and the emails is. are going to be flowing a bit more. You're going to mm-hmm. be getting messages. You're going to be getting requests, whether it be something simple like an interview or yeah. or actual gigs. Which mm-hmm. you know, that's. I mean, as an artist, you need to be looking at your livelihood and and how yeah. can you make money and and do this for a living. Yeah. Um, so I, I think you'll get some requests for gigs. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think you're going to get some, you know, guest appearances or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as you. things open up more and, and yes. uh, opportunities present themselves. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm always open to um, what it is that's being presented and and going with the flow of the things that need to be said. And I really value the, I, I love doing interviews because it's a way to express myself from from adding to the music as well and people get to know me in that terms and it's just a blessing. So I, I love doing interviews and, and gigs and everything like that. Now, if there was an artist that you could collaborate with, who would it be? Oh man, so many. Um, I mean, are we talking Jay-Z or Bieber or are we talking somebody <laughs> more in the gospel realm? I, my first thought was um, someone in the gospel realm whose name is Montel Fish. Mm-hmm. He's in the States. Mm-hmm. And he just makes, I don't know if you guys, do you guys know of him? I know he the name. Like, yeah. He makes more um, like R&B, lo-fi music. And like, that's the music I also want to make some more of. And I love that sound. I would love to work with him. And I would also love to work with Justin Bieber. 
yeah. crazy. Yeah. But just listening to his um, gospel album that yeah. he recently put out, I've been listening yeah. to that the last few days, and I'm like, it's just so powerful um, when we speak in the way that God has us to speak on this earth and the impact, mm-hmm. because he has impacted so many people. Yeah. Wow. And to hear those words in the music, to hear about Jesus' sacrifice, to hear about being loved and his and his struggles as well. Like, I think it's just amazing. Our testimonies are so impactful. So definitely, yeah. There's so many artists I would love to work with. Like, that's my mission. I just want to create so much music. I just want to create a lot of music so that people have options. They can listen to life-giving music. And that is yeah. my, that's what's on my heart. Yes. What I like about Bieber is uh, when he performs... Mm-hmm. Not not just you know the recorded songs, but when he actually performs, it's so effortless. Like he's yes. he's so gifted already. Yes. And so when he performs, it's not work. It's just yeah, wow. Yeah. Like effortless is the best is the best word. And and yes. while we're talking about him, I will say just a quick shout out uh, as far as Bieber's concerned. He's always oh welcome on the show. Uh, we've yes. extended the invite to him many times on this show, and uh, hopefully he listens to one or two episodes and, and <laughs> yeah. sees that we're genuine with this. But yeah, he's yeah, welcome. Yeah, I hope so too. He's welcome on the podcast. So, That's what do you right. think, Drew? That's do you right. think it's going to happen? I think it's going to happen. I believe yeah. it's going to happen. Yes, yes I believe so yes. too. Okay. Standing yeah, in yeah, agreement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's right. Between yeah. the Bieber. That's what it's going to be called. <laughs> we're going to change the name <laughs> just for him. Yeah, just to accommodate him. Episode. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> I, I think so, too. I think so, yeah. too. So uh, you're planning to take a little bit of a break. And if I can ask about, because um, you, you, your music is, is uh, you know, it's not just Canada. It's, it's the United States. It's, you know, across the pond and whatnot. Do you see any traveling in your in your immediate future? I would love to travel. That's definitely on my heart. I'm not sure if it's going to happen in the immediate future, but I'm I'm good to go. Like anywhere I need to be, um, I would love to travel and all that. And hopefully maybe by the end of the year, we can see what's going on with that. And I would love to go to different countries, meet people, um, do tours and everything like that. And I'm just really going with the flow and really taking the time. Like I'm really understanding that potency is so important and focusing on a song and really allowing that song to have everything it needs to have rather than trying to do everything. But it's like focus on the potency of something that's going to be released. I think that's key. That's very smart. Um, So, okay. So um, going based on that and, you know, yeah, you have a a new song coming up pretty soon and, you know, the sort of nice season of rest. It's it's actually good to kind of see kind of what happens and create space for what happens out of this whole Juno thing. Yeah. Um, but what, do you have any kind of like hardcore, ne- hardcore is not the word I want to use, but kind of like hardened <laughs> next steps in terms of what like these next few months would be like and, and, and what you want to do and where you want to be? Um, do you have anything set in stone yet or you kind of just want to wait and see, which I mean, either way works. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the things I have set in stone is the, the song coming out, Woke, and then the two yeah. reggae songs. So that's what's going to be the focus right. for the next few months, like I guess about three months. And definitely things to do with the Junos, um, just connecting with people. And I've done a few collaborations for some artists in the States, some gospel artists in the States. And um, those songs haven't released yet. Yeah. So I'm excited for those to be released. And yeah, the focus right now is connecting with people and planning for the rest of the year. And definitely those those reggae songs. I'm very excited because it's something different that I don't even know if people would expect from me. (laughs) So 
I think that's going to be definitely interesting to see the the feedback. That's so good. I think having even having like being collaborating with other artists and being on their releases, just mm-hmm. always having something popping up. Yeah, that, that your name or brand or whatever is attached. Oh, this is it. This is a fiery season for you. I love it. That's so good. The timing is excellent. Are you you vying for a collab with with Shauna? I'm not really. (laughs) No? No. no, No. I was let it pass by. I'm like, oh, thank you. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. No, we are all, we are all different parts. We're all worthy. (laughs) Thank God. Well, but we're talking Drew. Yeah, it's it's me. It's me. Listen, listen. It'd be bad for your brand, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just keep saying, all we do is speak life. If we're speaking life, then we can we can work together. We can, do, we can get there, it done. There we go. Yes. And, yeah, it's, it's a blessing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I would agree with you, Drew, as far as the collaboration is concerned. I think that's so important. And, and especially yeah. um, newer yeah. artists, the more they do that, mm-hmm. I mean... Part of it is is increasing or getting exposure on the brand. Right. You know, people right. getting familiar with who Shauna is, exactly. and yeah. and if it's through these collaborations or the online content, mm-hmm. um, and the fact that you've won a Juno, all of this stuff just helps fur- further your career. And in furthering the career, um, it furthers the gospel being sent to all these places. Yes, that's that that's definitely the whole focus of everything and just seeing how even the the non-gospel or the secular radio stations and people connect with the music like it really touches my heart and that that's that's the motive you know getting it out there allowing that's why i I truly put the word inside of the music it's just another translation it's just like you're reading amplified version or (laughs) nlt (laughs) like this is just that's right shot a game version <laughs> like, yeah. so you know it's, it's a blessing yeah I really love that that is awesome well congratulations again Shauna and thanks so thanks. much for uh, hanging with us on Between the Grooves uh, I think uh, if I can say you're from Brampton I'm from Brampton so this is you know a big yes. two thumbs up for the Bramptonites is that a word hey. the people living in Brampton <laughs> I call it Flower Town, but Bramptonites, okay, we can, Flo- we can do that. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Flower Town is only a section of Brampton if you know you're Brampton, okay? Oh, okay. oh, oh here we oh, go, oops. here we go. Oops. <laughs> yeah, I, I live guy. I live very close to Flower Town. So, Brampton, oh. just for our, all of our listeners, uh, Brampton is a uh, suburb of Toronto, uh, Toronto proper, if you want to call it that, and uh, Flower Town is the section in Brampton that's it's like McLaughlin Road and between Queen Street and uh, Williams Parkway, I guess, would kind of mm. be the flower town. Heading, I guess, uh, west towards um, whatever that main street is there. I can't remember it is. But anyways, <laughs> it's that small section. But mm-hmm. they've kind of adopted the flower town a few years back when uh, Brampton was entering into these flower festival, you know, flower right. blossoms thing. And oh, so right. they they took that phrase flower town to encompass all of Brampton because they were planting tulips and flowers and everything else. And I remember on Williams Parkway, again, this is, you know, a lot of listeners won't relate to this unless you know the area, but in, <laughs> in Brampton on Williams Parkway, um, there's a section where there's a boulevard uh, separating the two parts of the road. And in that grassy boulevard, at one time, they had planted all these bulbs and flowers and, and whatnot, and, and they would bloom, and they would look great. And then 
you know, they would get the pictures for this Bloom Festival or whatever it's called to try and win a prize. And then I guess they decided it was too much maintenance and there was a lot of weeds and, oh, and yeah. dandelions growing as well. So they just chopped it all down. Yeah. And But it's funny because if you, if you drive along that stretch, you think they cleaned it all up. But every once in a while, there's this lone flower that's, you know, popped up oh, in the spring. Man. It's like, oh, that's right. There used to be a lot more there flowers there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> The memories. Yeah, the memories. Oh, Brampton. Oh, Brampton. I've lived yeah, in Brampton Brampton-ites. a long time, so... Uh, I guess we'll stick with the Bramptonites then. The Bramptonites, yeah. And yeah, and are. do you know do you know uh, why downtown Brampton? Here we are, some trivia that's again unrelated <laughs> to any of our listeners. But in downtown Brampton, do you know why it's called Four Corners? Oh no, I don't. No. Yeah. So Queen and Main, which is yeah. like here on Ontario Street, it's called Four yeah. Corners because at one time, on each corner of that intersection, there was a bank. Oh, and they used to call it Four Corners. There's now two left, yeah, and then one is the whatever square, and then the other side is just uh, whatever it is now. But yeah, there used to be there used to be four uh, banks on each corner, and just down the street from there is where one of the branches of the library is, and it's called Four Corners. uh, Yes, the Four Corners location because it was close to Four Corners downtown Brampton. So there's a little bit more trivia for you. And I knew every day that yeah. was good. That's right. You know that. So, completely unrelated to the podcast, uh, <laughs> I just have to edit all that out because it no, really doesn't good, relate man. to our nah. to our listener. But uh, B- between yeah. the corners, nah, it works. It works. Between the corners, the yeah. four. Oh yeah, between. The- it's the four corners <laughs> edition of Between the Roofs. That's right. There it is. There we it could is. just milk this for what it's worth. <laughs> Why not? Just for the Why hashtags, not? you know. <laughs> <laughs> Between the corners. That's right. That's it. Well, thanks so much, uh, Shauna, for hanging with us. Uh, again, congratulations on the win and really looking forward to seeing what happens with your career. Uh, there's so yeah. much ahead of you. Um, there's This is going to be phenomenal to see how, how your career pans out over the next few years because this Juno just wow. is just one of the stepping stones. It's, it's just mm-hmm. going to take off even further from here. So. Thank you so much, James and Drew, for having me today. It was such an honor, a blessing. And yeah, me, my family and I always listen to Joy 1250. And just it's just amazing to even be on this show right now So, and your show. So we just thank you and appreciate everything. What a great conversation. <laughs> that was fun. I can't believe what she has achieved in such a short period of time. Exactly. That's and, right. And she is so well grounded. Yes. Yeah. Like that's the thing yes. that, that caught me off guard because a lot of times with a newer artist, they're searching for words to say. They don't have, you know, responses prepared. And, you know, well established artists, sometimes their responses are too well prepared. You so know? canned. Yeah, yeah, so canned. Whereas uh, she's speaking from her heart and she is well grounded. Uh, she's definitely very mature in her walk with God, and that's yes. very evident in in hearing what she has to say about her career. Yeah, it, it's fantastic. I was blown away by well, by everything, but I think um, what really sort of caught my attention and made me a little bit jealous is, and I think you were trying to make this point earlier, J.K. is the whole idea that she is so well surrounded by people who are working with her on yeah, this. Yeah. She's not doing this, you know, alone. She is she has some incredible people who know what they're doing, who or the very least, they definitely have her best interest at heart and they are working alongside her to make sure this is a success. And that's such a healthy 
Not that it's unhealthy to go solo, but that's a healthier way to kind of do this music thing, especially as a, uh, air quotes, new artist. And especially now after this Juno win, like she's going to need all the help she can get as things sort of come at her. So it, I think that really helps with her being so grounded is that yeah. she knows I got this. Yeah. I'm well supported. I'm lifted up by friends and family. And she has those people that are surrounding her are gifted in those areas too. It's not just yeah, she, yeah. she's, oh, I'm going to take my sister because I just want her involved, but she's not good at what she no. does. She, like, these yeah. people are gifted <laughs> at what they do. Exactly. And, and so, it, you know, for other artists, and we've heard this from people that we've spoken to on the podcast before, where they surround themselves with people that are gifted, whether they're family members or not. And that helps push their career forward. You know, that's it. She's not an expert. Sean is not an expert in uh, necessarily graphic arts or whatever, but she's got somebody who is. She's exactly. not. She's not gifted in promoting her music, but she has people in her life that are, and so right. it's using those resources around her, and they're all vying for her. Like they're all pumped about her and they're basically saying yeah we're behind you right and that is awesome this to see to have that team behind her and and supporting her and and their family <laughs> as well yeah. which is even better you know exactly yeah i said this a few times on the podcast where um Sting, my, one of my favorite quotes from sting is that he always makes sure he surrounds himself with people much much better than he is like he knows what he's good at but he has to make sure that there's the people around him are 10 times better yeah. because they will make him look better. And I'm like, that's the way to do it. That's yeah. like, it's kind of like being surrounded by greatness will rub off on you and will help you in what you do. It's so key. What a great conversation. Can we bring her back next time, please? What, like two, two back-to-back episodes or, or just bring her back one of these days? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Or back-to-back, yeah. either way. Wouldn't it be nice to actually have her in studio? <laughs> yeah. You know, once we're allowed to have guests in <laughs> studio with us, it'd be nice to have that face-to-face conversation because that'll just be a completely different That's uh, right. chat with her. And, and uh, yeah, that, that would be awesome. Yeah, so much fun. Yeah, make sure you check out shawnacane.com to find the links to her music, all the events happening, and of course her social media as well. And for Artist Advice this week, we're bringing back worship leader Dan Rivera. One piece of advice that I would give to worship leaders would be to stay committed and faithful to your local church and and leadership. Um, So that means getting mentors and people around you that really believe in you. It's really easy to take on the approach of hopping from one context to the next, but there's just real growth happens when you stay committed and faithful to one place over a long time. Stay committed. It's, you know, it's not a new message. We've heard that from many, many of the artists that we've had on this show about staying committed, you know, having mentors around you, Mm -hmm. people that believe in you kind of, you know, does tie in a little bit with Shauna Kane and our conversation about the fact that she has all these people that surround her and believe in her. And it's the same thing for worship leaders being associated with a church and being committed to that church and making sure that the people are committed to you as well. Exactly. There's something about accountability within community um, and not in a weird repressive way, but just in a support system kind of way. I think it's so key, especially for artists, because we sometimes we can be that lone wolf as we travel, as we tour, as we kind of do our artistic thing. It's good to have people around us who love us and who support us, who kind of, you know, check in on us on a regular basis. That's right. So yeah, that yep. support is so key. Well, we are out of time. That is it. We are <sighs> done for this week's episode on Between the Grooves. Thank you so much for uh, checking it out. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast for new episodes every Monday. You can leave us a rating and a review to help us reach more people. We've got lots of older episodes that you can check out as well. Just tons. Well, only only a couple of hundred of them. So... (laughs) 
That's right. And we would love to stay connected with you. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Between Grooves. Chat it up. Tweet it up. Let's chat about who we can have next on the podcast. Let's stay connected there on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, we'll see you right here on Between the Grooves. Between the Grooves.